The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? All right, we're back and uh, in a different location than previous weeks. We are actually back in the podcast precinct where it all began, Ryan. Yep. Yep. I'm here. Ryan's back in Buffalo. In the flesh. Yep. He's about nine feet away from me, I'm going to so- guess. Social distance. Social distance away from me. Yeah. And uh, we got uh, a Super Bowl that has just been played, right? Yeah, Benito? I think so. That was a lame Super Bowl. Boring. Boring. Chiefs were garbage apparently bad team yeah Yeah, they're they're bad so can't wait to get to them because man they need some work big time big time (laughs) yeah uh so when the super bowl ends that's just you know the clear sign to people like us that it's it's go time man it's full-on draft season and uh this is this is where the real season kicks off this is where the real moves are made and this is how teams are built the time is now time is now and uh, for today's slate, we have dueling mock drafts. Boom, bam. But first, we're going to make you wait. <laughs> we're going to cover picks. We control you. That's right. We're going to uh, do pick seven and pick eight for you. And don't you dare fast forward through this either. The Detroit Lions and the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, who would skip over them? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Lions have their franchise quarterback. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll just get into them. There's no better place to start than at the uh, right here, right now. The bottom, <laughs> the bottom of the two teams we're talking about. Team, the team that I think has the most work ahead of them. Yeah. So as Ryan already said, they uh, traded away Matt Stafford for Jared Goff, which is you know something. It was a move that was, was made. Yep. It freed up some cap space. Kind of. Kind of. I think they were $3 million apart. Mm-hmm. So I hope they spend that wisely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of expected winning probably from Detroit going into next year. I saw in uh, Super Bowl odds they are tied at the very bottom with the um, – not the um, – I don't remember – but they 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 were tied for for last in Super Bowl odds. The so. Jets? I don't think it was the Jets. No. Okay. Good for the Jets. Good for the Jets. Uh, they're bad, and they got Houston, a lot. Houston. That's work. who it was. It was it, Houston oh. and Detroit were tied for the bottom. Houston's very bad. Mm-hmm. Houston's very bad. So let's start like we did with the rest of the teams so that we've covered so far, and talk about their cap hit. And what exactly they should be looking for in free agency and the draft. So, top money maker for the Detroit Lions is newly acquired Jared Goff, a cap hit of twenty-seven million eight hundred twenty-five thousand. 
after him, it's Trey Flowers, their defensive end. He's making uh, just under $20 million. Then it's Desmond Trufant coming in at $12 million. Jamie Collins at $11 million. Justin Coleman, cornerback, making also $11 million. Uh, $10 million is, oh boy, here we go. Hello, hello, Paoli Vaiti Vitale Vite. Their right tackle. Nine out of ten on that Hi, pronunciation. Hala poi poila vitai. Vitai? Hala poi vitai. Just say vitai. Vitai. Yeah. Thank you. He's a defensive tackle, isn't he? R- right tackle. Oh, okay. Right tackle. And then it's uh, rookie standout Jeff Okuda. And a whole bunch of guys that you don't really have to talk about because – then it just drops off after that. Nothing, nothing hurts. It's all, it's all good money. Uh, so they sit at a team total of one hundred seventy-nine million three hundred seventy-eight thousand one hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Which means, if the cap comes out at one hundred and eighty-one million, they'll have a whopping two million dollars to play with. That's not good. That's not a lot of money to spend in the NFL. Mm-mm. Nope. Can't, can't even sign your draft class with that amount of nope, money. No, you cannot. So. Right off the top, Ryan, what do you think is the biggest need for the Detroit Lions? Quarterback? <laughs> no, okay. Um, I think it depends on what to do with Kenny Galladay. Okay. If they get rid of Kenny Galladay, receiver. If they keep Kenny Galladay, then corner. Okay. Some linebacker. D- defense. A lot of defense. They could use a pass rusher. They could. They could use a couple linebackers. Yeah, linebacker is on here twice on um, the draft network, and interior defensive line is also on there twice. Right. All right. I sign off on all of those, obviously. Um, the easiest thing to do is to address all that in the draft. So what do we think draft-wise? I'll be the first. I don't think Kenny Galladay comes back unless they make him the highest-paid receiver. So right. I'm looking at guys like Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. Don't think Jamar Chase will be there. Um, and then on, on the defensive side, uh, Caleb Farley, Micah Parsons, maybe a Quiddy Pay in there, Patrick Sertan, guys like that. Okay. Well, they're in the spot to do it. Yeah, top ten pick. What would they have to – how hard is it going to be to pass up on the third or fourth quarterback? Because that's what might happen. It might happen. Yeah, you're probably looking at like maybe Justin Fields and probably Trey Lance. Right. Do you pass on Trey Lance? And yeah. And yeah, you would. I think I'm with you. There's just too many question marks. Too many question marks. Although it wouldn't be that bad since he could sit behind Goff for a little bit because Goff is Goff is their guy for two years. Right. His contract will not let that ha- will not let anything anything else happen. So, which really wouldn't be that bad of an idea, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I I don't. I think that they're going to have higher draft picks in the future. So yeah, I don't even see anyone. If you want to talk about finding a way of increasing cap space, I don't even see anyone that's worth trading off in order to free up that you know without getting killed with that cap. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they're a bad team. 
that has a new head coach and a bunch of expiring contracts and free agency is probably not an option this year. No. So Mm-mm. I could see them going a combination of passing on Trey Lance, taking the best available, literally just the best available player. Might be a tackle. Depends how the board falls. Might be those, you know, the first pass rusher and then second cornerback, right? All right. those things are very possible. And then in the second round, any combination of those two will all be applicable in the second round, I would No say. doubt. Yeah. Minus cornerback, maybe. Right. Corner will probably not be a good pick. In the oh, you, you said corner? Corner. Corner, yeah. Corner, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Unless you like Asante Samuel Jr., I don't. I don't even know if he'll. He might be one of the first picks in the second round. Hard to say. Hard to say. Right. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Lions fans. We don't have a lot for you right now. You know the boat you're in. You you watch the season unfold. You watch your uh, head coach's very interesting press conference. Um, good luck with that. Yeah, right. Good Lord. Yeah. I would never have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Eat those kneecaps, Lions fans. There you go. Feast on kneecaps so that you're not hungry for something else. <laughs> like shin bones. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, let's go to pick eight, which is occupied by the Carolina Panthers, Ooh. who are in... Who also tried for the Matt Stafford trade. That came out today, yes. They offered eight and Teddy B. I would rather have Teddy B than Jared Goff. Am I crazy? Comparable players. I like Teddy B. I like Teddy B, too. Teddy two gloves. Come on. Kids got <laughs> swagger. He is about as average as average quarterbacks go. Matt Stafford would deal in Carolina. Oh, yeah. Dude, Curtis Samuel, Mm -hmm. DJ Moore, run CMC. Are you kidding me? All right. Are they? (laughs) So, on that same Super Bowl odds cheat sheet I saw, Rams are five. Our Panthers how 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 big of a leap do they take in like I guess I guess we'll say Super Bowl odds since it's was just yesterday next season if they have Matt Stafford how, like how big of a jump do they take the Carolina Panthers yeah with who it like if if they would have ha- if they if that trade for Matt Stafford oh uh, okay um I mean their their defense was was pretty good right they were sneaky good on defense so. And they had the pieces on offense. I just don't think Teddy was really hitting those spots for them. Right. I mean, but they, but there were some flashes where Teddy was dealing. The offense was was you know dealing. I mean McCaffrey in and out of the lineup with injuries and fully healthy Christian McCaffrey and Matt Stafford, dude. I'm they're they're a playoff team, no doubt. I think. Yeah, I mean you're snaking the seventh spot. Hopefully, at yeah. least. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so cap is favorable, quite favorable for them. Oh yeah. Team total, uh, one hundred sixty-four million two hundred thirty-one thousand four hundred and forty-one dollars. The biggest cap hit being Teddy Bridgewater at twenty-two million and change. Then it's Kwan Short at twenty million dollars. Uh, Shaq Thompson at fourteen. Uh, Chris McCaffrey. Caffrey at $12 million, Robbie Anderson at $12 million, Matt Paradis at 
ten million dollars. Wow. Yeah, and then and then it's all very, you know. This team could make some splashes in free agency. Absolutely. They have an opportunity to make a pretty significant jump here, especially if they hit on their draft picks, which this could be a Trey Lance destination right here. Mm-hmm. Sit behind Teddy Two Gloves for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Fun, a, a, you know, up-and-coming coach. Yeah. Um, Joe Brady is looking like the real deal, the offensive coordinator there right out of LSU. Yep. Go underneath Matt Rule and Joe Matt Brady. Rule, yeah, dude, yeah. That's a, it's a fun coaching staff for a quarterback like Trey Lance. Yeah. Guy that can use his legs, who just really opens up the playbook. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater isn't nearly as mobile as a guy like Trey Lance is, so definitely opens up that playbook in a good way. Right. Uh, so our friends at Draft Network say their biggest needs are quarterback, as we've already hit, then linebacker, then cornerback, then offensive tackle, and then tight end. Uh, free agency wise, let's think about how they would address maybe filling some of those spots. So a nice reliable one uh, would be to get Trent Williams. They could yeah. get, if they could get Trent Williams. It's a big pickup. It's a big pickup. And they definitely have the cap to sign him. He is 32 years old. So mm-hmm. I don't know how exactly they think. Because they, they're a pretty young team overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they don't want to be pushing such a, a big-time vet cap hit, you know, at that kind of position. Maybe they are thinking that's a more of a, a draft need. Um, maybe they signed Kenny Galladay? No, probably not. I don't think they need it, no. No. Where does he go? I can't figure it out. Kenny Galladay? Yeah. Miami. Oh. Uh, I guess maybe going to Chicago or something. Okay. Uh, best available free agent on defense is Shaq Barrett. Could definitely use him. Shaq Barrett's a stud. And definitely could pay him. Definitely what, could pay him. What corners are we looking at? Free agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody worthwhile, really. Uh, let's see here. The number one cornerback is Richard Sherman. I don't think he plays no. their style of defense. Don't think so, no. No. Uh, there's a couple safeties. It's a pretty good safety free agent class. Um, and then Troy Hill is the next best corner. Okay, so they're going to have to draft something. Yeah. William Jackson. Yeah. William Jackson is interesting. Sure. But he's definitely one of those later free agencies yeah. uh, signees that you probably wouldn't be paying a ton of money for. Right. And we need to remember this, that everyone's in some sort of bad cap situation because of the drop-in cap um, availability. So a lot of small deals, a lot of one-year deals probably going to be made. It's something I was talking to Matt about before we started recording. Or be- and for Two Point, is just like, man, I think we might see a, like a record deal, a record number of one-year deals. Mm-hmm. Just guys saying, all right, look, I know this is my big payday, but – Maybe just this year I'll settle for this, and then next year, no pandemic, full 16 games, no problems with fans, and bam, right. now I get my payday. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. This just this just feels like a team that's that's gonna draft a quarterback. I don't know. It. I just feel like it's gonna happen. I agree with you. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. You would say almost 100% right now that 
they won't have a shot at the first two. Whatever those per- the first two being obviously Trevor Lawrence at one, and then Zach Wilson slash Justin Fields. Right. So they're looking at the third option or fourth option. The teams drafting in front of them are the Jets. Let's see, Jaguars, Jets, and then Dolphins. Worst case scenario, Dolphins do take a quarterback, a quarterback. And the Jets take a quarterback. Yeah. It could go Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, something like that. Right. And it could. It, it really could. I mean. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Falcons. Do they pull the trigger? They could. Sure. Do they feel that strongly about the fourth best quarterback? I would hope not. I would hope not. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, and then, uh, let's see. Falcons, Bengals, probably not. Um, Eagles a, probably a, a, not a worry for you. Eagles not a worry for you. Then your friends, the Lions, Lions could. Yes. So here, here's where we are. I think a Dolphins and Panthers trade might need to happen if they really want a quarterback, or even the Jets, or even the Jets. Good call. They could do a similar package that they're going to do for Stafford, throwing Teddy B, and ha- and then the Jets have a quarterback competition with Teddy and Sam. Yeah. I do like that. I think they they're gonna have to be aggressive. If their scouting staff and GM have targeted, you know, players at quarterback position that are a certain grade, they're gonna have to move to go get them. They might have to make a deal, kind of like the Jets did with the Colts when they took Sam Darnold, something like that, to move up mm-hmm. three, four, five spots to guarantee that that quarterback. Yeah. Okay. So let's continue with worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, all those quarterbacks are gone, minus Trey Lance. But let's just say for this con- this you know condition that they don't like Trey Lance, they, at least not at that spot. So I'm forcing you as the GM, Ryan. Here you are, Carolina Panthers. What do you do? You can't get the quarterback. Either trade back, or draft Micah Parsons. I like that fit. I like that fit. Probably trade back. Probably trade back. Trade back. Who would trade up? Trade back. It's the Patriots could move up. The Washington football team. Yeah. Um. I could see the 49ers going up and getting getting like a Trey Lance. That's sneaky. Very sneaky. They wouldn't. Who would who would have to move the least amount? Uh, the Niners would have to move the least yeah. amount. Yeah, I think I think Niners and Patriots. I I like I know like I get the Patriots. Like that's just not what they do. They don't move up, but I feel like they have to take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have to. And if it's, if it's not Trey Lance or those other guys, then it's probably gonna be Mac Jones. It'll probably be Mac Jones. Or I could see them going like Jamie Newman or something like that. Uh, <laughs> or or oh, you know who I could see, who I could see them taking, Old Man Ritter. In, like, the second or third round. Didn't he say he's coming back, though? Oh, is he coming back? I think he's coming back. Oh, man, never mind then. Yeah, I think he's going back to Cincy. He's gonna play Can you play as a senior citizen? <laughs> he hasn't filed for his AARP card yet, so I think he's all right. He's all right Taking now. advantage of the campus Denny's. <laughs> wow, I'd even... Is he really? Yeah. How did I miss that? Uh, Okay, how about this? Cornerback. Yep. They might have the first shot at, at Patrick Sertain. Uh, obviously, Patrick Sertain or Caleb Farley. 
You said Micah Parsons. That's good at linebacker. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Maybe Pat- they want to splash in a little bit of Kyle Pitts. You never know. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be a really great offense. Mm-hmm. Joe Brady would love that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's any other positions that are so dire for them right now that they need to make sure they don't trade away from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There isn't any position that I'm like, oh, but if they trade out of that spot, they won't be able to get the best tackle or whatever. Because the, the offensive tackles are pretty deep. But I think if they traded back with, like, the Niners, in only four spots, they'll still have a shot at Cosme. You know, they'll still have a shot at uh, Darisaw. Darisaw, yeah. yeah. Slater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they are in one of the best positions in the league right now. They if could you, be. If you take – the second-year coach is coming back. You take into account all the skill positions. You take the the overall just lack of need at any position, really, and then add in the cap and then draft capital. They could really just get a game changer on defense, and they'd be they'd probably still be they'd be a playoff team. I bet. Yeah, like a Micah Parsons or a Sertan or a Farley, and I do think Teddy Bridgewater at the end of the day will hold you back from yeah. being a real competitive team. Like, you're talking about making it to the second round of the playoffs kind of competitive team. He's probably good enough to be one and done. Would you rather have Teddy or Jimmy Garoppolo right now? Jimmy G. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. They're very comparable, though. They are. Yeah. Not very strong arms, but anticipation throwers. Not going to turn the ball over often. Right. Smart. Yep. That's one thing I always say about Teddy B, man, is he's a smart dude. He can he can he seems like you know who he is. So Byron Leftwich uh just won the Super Bowl as the O C for Tampa. I see Teddy Bridgewater someday being in that kind of a yeah. role. I think he just has that kind yeah. of offensive, you know, kind of mindset. Like Kellen Moore, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So Seven and eight are interesting in the fact that these are the guys that have the outside of the first three that have like the obvious, man, I kind of wish we were a top five team so I could take a quarterback teams, but they're not in that position. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see where they value the rest of the quarterback class when you get outside the top two slash three. I also like to see in a few weeks uh, as we get a little more, Intel and some pro days start rolling out the separation between Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. I want to see where it might end up being. Yeah. Because they are different players as far as what they had around them. Zach Wilson did more with less than Justin Fields had to. So is that a reason to bump up Zach Wilson? Is that a reason to grade him higher? Or do you not worry about that kind of stuff? I mean, you had Justin Herbert last draft class, right? Mm-hmm. Have less to, to, uh, weapons around him than Tua. And then Tua this year struggled while he did have a major injury yeah. that threw everything off. That Maybe that's a different case. This is going to be one of those things where like the combine would have helped a lot with sure the separation would. of these two. Yeah. And, I mean, they're going to get their answers, you know, on the on the board when they start working these guys mentally. Yeah. I'm just – I'm just – I'm – inching a little bit more on the Zach Wilson side. I like the arm talent a little bit more. 
I agree. I think I think that's a good call. But Justin Fields did show me some stuff in the national championship he did. where he it was a blow up, but he did have a couple of just wow throws. Or the game prior when he got killed. Yeah, and he showed his toughness. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad I'm not the GM of those two teams because it'll be stressful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it being at two and three, I don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we did something fun ahead of time and something we told you guys we were going to do this week. And it's a promise that we lived up to. We didn't do any mock drafts for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And we said we we're going to save it until after the Super Bowl. Well, the Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champs. So that gives us the clear uh, go-ahead to just do a mock draft. And today, it's not going to be a combo mock draft. We're, we're going to do dueling mock drafts. So Ryan did his own mock draft. I did my own mock draft. And we're going to work through them and kind of talk about our reasoning and what we think, um, why ours might be a better idea than the others. Right. Obviously, no hard feelings about why mine's better than yours. Right, yeah, I'm with you, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. I... Started with Trevor Lawrence. Weird. Me too. <laughs> okay. We're not going to talk about that. So <laughs> that's pretty much that pick has already been made. The, okay. the the Jets are on the clock. So totally shocked by it. By the way, yeah. Everyone's cool. mind blown. I'm Mel Kuyper is just going crazy. I thought it was going to be Trey Lance. Yeah. Right. So, who do you have for the Jets? I have Penny Sewell. I went Zach Wilson. So right away, where we have a ideology shift of you think they're moving on from Sam Darnold. It depends on the day. It really does. Some yeah. days I'm like, just get some talent around Sam. And then a part of me is like, Sam Darnold needs a needs a fresh start. He's really tainted in New York, even if that, that butthole, Adam Gase, is gone. <laughs> yeah. But no, man. I, that butthole has left his stain. Yeah. The, yes. The, <laughs> the Jets just need a breath of fresh air. And Zach Wilson and his headband, I think, are going to do that. Okay. I respect and acknowledge and actually probably most days agree with you and that and the, mindset. The thing about Zach Wilson is he brings something that Sam Darnold doesn't have. I mean, granted, Sam Darnold had that one good run, but it's the athleticism. And, like, the dude is lethal in the red zone. He can do anything. He can beat you with his legs. He can make any throw on the field. I mean, and it just brings a whole different thing to the red zone. So. Yeah. Plays outside of structure. Yes. It's a big thing. Yeah, so I selected Penny Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon, and the reason behind this is you don't have very often a chance to draft what should be a generational right. offensive tackle, and that helps. Unless he has a gas mask on draft night. <laughs> Unless that happens. Uh, so when you have that chance, just like quarterback, um, it's hard to pass it up. So maybe in this scenario, not even maybe, I said in this scenario that the head coach – of the Jets said, you know what, Sam, under me, he's going to be better, um, and we'll, we'll just take a, a stud, and we'll plug him in on offensive line, and now I've got a great left tackle, and I have a great right tackle, whatever way they want to move it, but back in, not the right, whatever, doesn't matter. They're locked in. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. Number three. On the count of three, we'll, we'll say at the same time. One. Two, three. Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Okay. Yeah. Do we just become best friends? <laughs> Favorite non-pornographic <laughs> pornographic magazine to jerk off to. Good housekeeping. 
Is that what it is? Good housekeeping. Good housekeeping. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Jamar Chase surround Tua with some talent. Jamar Chase has a little bit of that. He's got a little talent. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man. One of the probably second best route runner in the draft behind Devonta Smith. Sure-handed. Got the big frame. True alpha. Um. Jamar Chase is the package, man. He's is he your wide receiver one? He's my wide receiver. Yeah. Whoa. I said a couple of weeks ago that I was really getting into Devontae Smith, but as I get further away from the national championship, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase is my wide receiver one. I really think that it comes down to frame and size. Right. Jamar Chase may not have the speed, Thicker. but at some, at some point, that speed don't matter, man. Mm-hmm. If he didn't get off the line, that they're the same speed now anyways. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jamar Chase is a, is a stud. Uh, numero Castro, the Atlanta Falcons. Patrick Sertain? I went Justin Fields. Okay. This I'd like to hear. Back to the home state of Georgia. That's it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, he can sit behind Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is not the worst mentor, I don't think. Um, I'm looking at the weapons. Weapon, I guess, by the time Justin Fields is ready to take over. I don't think Julio will be there. But Kelvin Ridley, not a bad target to have with you. Let him sit. Let him watch. Try and do – I mean, I Patrick Mahomes is always going to be like that that blueprint now. Right. You're going to draft that guy high, and he's going to sit, and then boom, he's going to turn to Patrick Mahomes. But, 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 but we're, like, it's not like Justin Fields is like some bum. He's still quarterback two or three. He's got a big frame. He can take these big hits. He can make He can make all the throws. He can. And I think there's too much talent and too much of a need for the Falcons to pass to pass him up before. I yeah. think this is one of those picks where they don't take him and then Fields or Wilson or Lance turn out to be studs and then they're they're kicking themselves in the ass for sticking with old man Matt Ryan. Right. And it gets back to what I said about the Jets, which is you know, while I took an offensive tackle, I said, "You, how often do you have a chance of taking a generational talent? Exactly. Before the season started, you were talking about Trevor Lawrence, obviously, but then immediately after saying Trevor Lawrence, you couldn't even wait a half a second before Justin Fields. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? Jack it's, Wilson was, was a far distant memory. Yeah. Or, it's, not or a ba- it's not a bad consolation prize. Absolutely it's not even not. a consolation prize. So they might look at that as a way of like, all right, well, we should never be in this position again. So let's go ahead and take a guy that should have been taken into the top two or three, and we'll just take him now, and we'll push off needs. You know what? If they do that, there's a good chance that – I mean, it's hard to predict with Matt Ryan because he can make you a lot better team than you are. But, I mean, you could be picking in the top ten, five, you know, somewhere around Mm -hmm. there anyways. So uh, I took Patrick Sertain because they look at it like, all right, Matt Ryan's still got two or three years left in him. No problem before we have to worry about, you know, contract and shipping him off. So let's take the best available player, which for me at that spot is Patrick Sertain. Fields, too, just brings a whole nother element to an offense that they haven't had in years. Yeah. Mobility. I mean, but no. Yeah, I, I can totally see a. Um them going with Sertan or Farley, any of those guys, really. Right, right. I mean, we we kind of talked about it on two-point earlier. Like, there's a lot of these teams that as long as you just make 
if you pick a good player, you you can't go wrong. Real, I mean, there's just there's too many needs. Mm-hmm. But I just think quarterback is just one of the bigger ones. I yeah, you're probably right, dude. Yeah, they probably will take a quarterback. Uh, n- numero cinco. <laughs> I like that it goes with the Bengals. <laughs> Bengals at five. I have Samuel Cosme. I have Penisol, just because okay. he's there. So yep. So we're both thinking def- desperately need offensive protect tackle. Protect Joe Burrow, please. Every time he gets hit, everyone cringes. Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow just you know did a ridiculous celebration dance in his living room all by himself. Yeah. Because oh yeah, know, he's pumped. And he, he you know he's. He's not throwing a big party or nothing because he's smart. He's he is smart. He's socially distancing. So good on you, Joe. All right. Numero six. I got a wide receiver. I have Devonta Smith going here, and so do you. So do I. Makes sense. They have a quarterback either way. We don't know who it's going to be. Surround them. Yes. And you tried last year with taking Jalen Rager, and he he's showed fine. some. Yeah. yeah. But if you put – oh, man. That's some serious speed on the field. Oh, yeah. Devontae Smith and and Jim. And then, I mean, Travis Fulgham's not a bad three or four guy. He's really not. Yeah. Um, Cut ties with Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey. Get that. Yeah. Stop that. Zach Ertz sounds like he played his last game in Philly. Dallas Goddard, another great piece. Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz. Get that line healthy. This is another sleeper team for an offensive line, but that would I feel like Philly would burn the city down if they didn't take a receiver. So mm-hmm. um, to protect my own ass, I'm going to give them Devonta Smith. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. Number seven, the Lions that we just talked about. I gave him Waddle. I gave him Zach Wilson. Ooh. I gave him Zach Wilson because the idea that if they have him graded like we have him graded, then that's a steal. It's a steal. And the other reason is Jared Goff's contract will become a problem. Don't have to rush him in at all. Right. So you deal with the, the cap hit that is <laughs> Jared Goff right now, and then in a year or two you can hopefully ship him off. And then, hey, if they, got, if they get to keep Kenny Galladay somehow, and then they got – you're looking at Kenny G, TJ Hawk, um, and DeAndre Swift, that's not a bad little trio for you. Right. So, I like that. So, eight Panthers. I went trailer. Oh, you gave him Jalen Waddle. Oh, yeah, Jalen Waddle. Yeah. So, let's say they don't have Kenny Galladay. Right. Um, give them a, a threat. Yeah. Give Jared Goff something. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Freaky yeah. speed for Jalen Waddle. Oh, is he? F- field stretcher. For sure. So, that makes a lot of sense with Jalen Waddle. Right. It fills a need, and... Like like I said, that's strictly if, like, Kenny Galladay doesn't sign. I feel like you have a massive, massive hole. Yeah. And there's talks of Marvin Jones being traded. Like, there's, there's like, some report, like, the Patriots are in love with Marvin Jones, and they're going to do whatever it takes to get Marvin Jones or something, so... I I saw that he wants to go back and play with Matt Stafford. Ooh. Well, the Rams can't afford to pay him. So. No. Probably That not. would be fun offense, though. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Robert Woods. Bob Woods and Marvin, Marvin Jones. That's a, hell, that's a hell of a core. That, that's like minus Cooper Cup. That would be like first team all underrated receivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we both had the same position here for the Panthers. But because I 
did not have Justin Fields taken yet. Oh, okay. He goes to the Panthers here. And I went with Trey Lance. Okay. I kind of talked about it already. So. Yeah. Makes sense. I think that's just a good fit with the coaching staff. I, I think they both, while Trey Lance is obviously a little taller, but I do think they're above average athletes and both have ridiculous arms. And, and honestly, if Trey Lance was to start year one, he'd have a hell of a safety blanket in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. And DJ Moore. DJ Moore is a guy who will kill you with the slant route. I mean, it it, it really is very rookie quarterback friendly, mm-hmm. that offensive scheme. Yeah. Could use a tight end. but Right. Uh, number nine, the Denver Broncos. We got. This is where I take Sertan. And this is where I took Quiddy Pay. Now, if Trey Lance doesn't go there, I think John Elway's pounding the table for Trey Lance just because he's the new toy. Like we talked about on two point, I feel like he gets infatuated with guys. Right. And I feel like Trey Lance would be that guy, you know, big arm guy was super polarizing in college. And he's like, Oh my god, I need that. Yeah, he's like, I missed on Josh Allen. I didn't get him. Right, but. like Josh Allen just seems like the perfect Jo- uh, Elway guy. Yeah. Dude, massive arm, throwing our thin air. 98-yard touchdown passes <laughs> on a rope. Not even an arc, just on a rope. Yeah. So instead, they get the number one cornerback. Is he? Is Patrick Sertain your yeah. number one corner? Mine too, okay. And then I give him the number one edge um, by, by other people. I don't know. We're, we're going to get into our defensive rankings this year. Week. Oh, real quick, while I'm kind of talking about rankings, uh, go to our Facebook page and check out Ryan's uh, first uh, offensive ranking, uh, positional rankings. 101. Yep, 101. Or 1.0, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this week we'll probably get into defensive rankings and uh, get some stuff up to you on the Facebook page. So, yeah, don't know where Quiddy Pay falls yet for me, but for now let's just say I have him at edge one. And fills a huge need for Denver. While they would love to have a, you know, a hopefully generational quarterback, they at least address a need at edge that they don't have right now on the team at all. Brad Chubb and because Von Miller is probably we're thinking yeah. possibly gone. Their edges are not good. You know, their linebackers are right, mm-hmm. but yeah. Minus Bradley Chubb, they're he's a little hybridy. Right, Chubb. Yeah, did they play him at linebacker? I'm trying to no, picture he's, him. No, he's just straight ha- edge, hand in the dirt. Yeah, bendy guy. Yeah, that's true. They play that weird three four though. With yeah, they they, they do so. have a kind of weird defense. Okay, America's team. America's team. The Buffalo Bills. They're yeah, yeah, right. No, I'm curious to hear how you went with this. I think there's a clear position that they need to address. Yeah, it's Caleb Parley. I also took Caleb Parley. Yeah. yeah, that that dude that. Defense with Swiss cheese, man. And they've tried. They we have. Know, we know they've tried at cornerback. It's not like they haven't. They've avoided the position. They've tried. And it just they is, have. it has not worked out yet. So, hopefully, Farley is the guy. I think that you nailed it with two point that he hasn't even scratched the surface probably. Of what and he's already one of the is. better sticky man cover lockdown corners in college football. Yeah, and he didn't even play. It seems like he likes it. He he looks like he loves competition. And the only thing, like I guess, the only red flag would be the injuries. Probably so. Yeah. Other than that, he's kind of a he's a can't miss guy. So. Mm-hmm. 
the New York Giants at 11. We might have a match here, too. I did Micah Parsons. Oh, we don't have a match. I have Kyle Pitts. Ooh. Yeah. Kicking Evan Ingram out, huh? Evan Ingram can't stay on the field. So, yeah. Give me Kyle Pitts. The Giants already had a really sneaky defense. Like, decent. Mm-hmm. James Bradbury is kind of a stud. Mm-hmm. So, and sure up the middle with Micah Parsons, man. Some off-the-field stuff that I'm sure will be resolved at some point. But the And the other thing is Kyle Pitts, for where he is on my board, it's, it's just he can't go past this. It's just, yeah. It, like, some teams can be like, okay, we can't do Like, it's almost getting to the point where we're, we're disrespecting Kyle Pitts. Right. I mean, he's pissed off in the green room. Yeah. Right. So you took who again? Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. So to touch on real quick what we are hearing about him. I don't even really know to be honest with you. Is it? It's not a domestic thing, is it? It's it's assaults. Yeah. Against a girlfriend, mm. but I don't think he's been. A, he hasn't been brought up on charges. Gotcha. It's stuff that was swept under the rug while he was in college mm. at Penn State. Stuff that. Was known to the people in and around the program, but it never leaked out to like the media. Or so he might like be that. a little bit of a POS. What was what we're saying? He might be, might be. Damn, Micah. Yeah, or maybe this is. A and this is a guy who was touted as like, like a process dude, like an upstanding guy. Yeah. And then, which would make sense considering people are getting paid off to not say anything. James so. Franklin, man, he'll say anything for his mm-hmm. dudes. Anything. Loyalty, man. Yeah. Number 12, the San Francisco 49ers. This would be a trade back for me just because I don't know. Yet. I feel like they need either one of those top two corners or a corner, a, a quarterback. But since we're not doing trades, I gave them quitty pay. Okay. Nope. Sure, why not? Add to that defense. Mm-hmm. I gave them Jalen Waddle because they do have the need at wide receiver still. You think quitty pay could play interior? No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Okay. I think you'd get eight up. But they have Kinlaw. Right? Yeah. Bosa. Bosa. And then Quidipe on the other side. Oof. Yeah. That's pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. All right. San Diego Chargers at 13. Rashawn Slater. Beautiful pick. Yeah. I gave him Micah Parsons. Ooh. Because I like, I kind of like the the match. That's a fun. That's a fun uh, linebacker group. Right. I thought that was like a some speed rounding out the the front seven pretty damn well. Some speed there with Kenneth Murray and Michael Parsons there. Right. Right. Okay. So let's talk about your offensive tackle though, because we already talked about Michael Parsons. They j- <laughs> Once again, I also said this on two point because we discussed the AFC West today, and I feel like the Chargers always need an offensive line. Well, and now you need it more than ever because you have your franchise quarterback. Right. Smooth transition from from P. Riv to, to J. Herb. Yeah. Protect that man. Yeah. Please. Um, it's not like they need any defensive or um offensive weapons. They're good there. So don't. It's not a sexy pick, but it's necessary. Some people has have him as their number one. Tackle. I've seen Slater in mocked as top five pick. Yeah. So, do you remember his tape against Chase Young? Owned him. Yeah, bodied him. Yeah, that's hard to do. 
In, yeah, I beat them. Uh, so. Fourteen is the Vikings, and this is where I gave I gave them Rashawn Slater. I gave him Samuel Cosme. Sure, makes sense. I feel like Vikings just plugging an offensive tackle for the next five ten years. Just just give him an offensive tackle. Yeah, they're not trying. They're Unfortunately, just... that means they'll probably be a bust. So Samuel Cosme, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they they they're not in a position to draft quarterback. While it's probably in their best interest to think about getting the next quarterback in there, they're not doing it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh. There's nothing dire on the offensive line outside of taking the best available tackle. Like, that just makes sense. Um, I think that while they might want to put a cornerback over there, right? But there isn't one there. Right. So Yeah, I agree. Okay. New England Patriots. We're not going to have a match here, so I want to hear what you have. I gave him a quarterback. I gave him Mac Jones. Mac Daddy Jones. Um, had a really good senior bowl. Put himself in the first down, first first uh, first round conversation. Um, I don't know. I, I saw a, a little transcript on Twitter that he was on Good Morning Football, and he said like they said something about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick's relationship and how he's like, yeah, of course I've thought about that and. Uh, Damian Harris, like him and I have talked, and we talk about how cool a reunion would be and all that. I don't, I don't know. It just and you said something on when we did the AFC East show, and you were like, Mac Jones just sounds like too good of a fit. I think. Smart. I mean, it's like just the pocket, like a guy who'll kill you in the pocket. He's a pretty quick processor. I mean, just think about like the change in this offense. You go from Tom Brady. To like zero mobility to Cam Newton, just completely change the playbook. And then if you go to Mac Jones, and you're back to like kind of what you're used to, like how the offense that Bill Belichick wants to run. Right. Yeah. And I think Mac Jones would be great with that. Right. And I projected, you know, Mac Jones in that way that he, I said that he's a quick processor, but that that's dealing with elite I mean, mismatches on the outside at wide receiver. So that makes it tougher. You know what I mean? Obviously, he gets to the right guy, but that's only because that guy just dominated his that cornerback. And they could trade back and still get Mac Jones. They definitely could. Which is a Bill Belichick thing. It is. Yeah. Uh, it just makes too much sense. In my scenario, they don't do that. They take Trey Lance. Okay. Because Trey Lance lasts. So. Right. So both take a cornerback, a quarterback, uh, desperately need it, and it'd be hard to imagine them not doing it at this point. The Arizona Cardinals, who just missed out on the playoffs. What do they need, Ryan? I gave him Kyle Pitts. Okay, smart. It's a good weapon. It just happened like the dude is falling, and it just happens to be a a need. Yeah. yeah that's another scenario surround your franchise quarterback with weapons. Mm-hmm. He's already got one of the best in DeAndre Hopkins. I also thought about... Uh, an ETN or a Najee Harris here. Do you have one that you would lean towards? Probably ETN. Because of the scheme fit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I gave them Christian Darisau. Because they, yeah. they need to continue to just attack that offensive yeah. group overall. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders at 17. 
I went with Joseph Asai. So did I. Nice. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Hybrid player. You can put them all over the place. Um, I don't know if you know Gruden's smart enough to know what he's dealing with, but I think Mike Mayock is. I, really? I, I, I like Mike Mayock. I'm sure he knows. I mean, let him put his hand in the dirt and rush the passer. Let him fill out that frame a little more. He's a little light at 245, but we'll see what he weighs in at a, at a pro day or whatever, but. Yeah, I think he's going to be a beast on the next Un- level. Just unleash him and let him rush the passer. Let him do what, like, let him do what he do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He showed he's damn good at it. All right, so the Raiders address defense, and it makes a lot of sense. What did you give him? Joseph Asai. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Same. Okay. Yeah. At 18 is the Miami Dolphins. Do we see our first running back? Not for me. Okay. What do you got? I gave him Christian Derisaw. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a great haul for the Dolphins. You get to a weapon and you get to a, a bodyguard. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I and I don't think Derisaw is a guy where it's like Penn Sewell where you're, you're where you have to have that tough conversation. Like, okay, we just drafted Austin Jackson in the first round. Do we move him over to right tackle? Do we Right, he he was playing left tackle, correct? They had him playing left, but I, he's a he's a true right. Right, right. And then you just s- seamlessly slide in Christian Darisol. Yeah. This where ETM comes off. Najee Harris. Najee, okay. Yep. The Alabama connection, or you just like the scheme? No, better? I I think overall they they're they're gonna maybe look at it just like. There's not another running back exactly like him as we go on. I mean, he's so powerful, and he's 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 so uh, he showed he's got soft hands, and he's you know. I feel like that would almost turn them into like a Tennessee Titans kind of look, which is maybe something they kind of want, right? You know, where get to it to the point where he can play like a Ryan Tannehill, where if he really needs to, he can get you back into the game. Yeah, with guys like Devontae Parker and Gasecki, whereas the Titans had AJ Brown, Corey Davis, and um, John o. Smith. Yeah, and I kind of looked at it just like you know, outside of uh, addressing offensive tackle or you know, um, or a tight end, those weren't options. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That the top tight end was gone. the The tier of o- offensive tackles kind of dropped off um, right before them. Um, and I looked at it like, what's a better, what's a good way of helping a young quarterback who kind of struggled his first year? Well, you gave him a, a great wide out with your first pick mm-hmm. get him a great check down option with Najee Harris and another guy that you can kind of lean on physically I like that and that's something that you could really expose the AFC's poor run defense on yeah Najee would I feel like would just absolutely unload on the bill <laughs> <laughs> yeah trust me I didn't do it with, right. I wasn't happily doing it but I was like man that's kind of makes a lot of sense but at the same time it's hard to project uh, exactly where running backs go nowadays all right, now here is the biggest bummer of the whole draft because here are the poor Washington football team who, you know, made the playoffs. And they Hooray. need a quarterback. They needed it. They needed the This is like the, the Bills of old. Like this is like the, like you're in cu- quarterback purgatory. Yeah, you're you're floating in in the middle with no way of no capital to move up. You know, no no point in tra- trading down. Do you give them Mac Daddy Jones? I didn't. Okay. No. I went very vanilla. I went with their biggest need, and I gave them the best player at that position left. Bateman? Bateman. I did too. Yeah. I had to because it's just 
it, we're not doing trades or anything like that. So it's like this would be a great trade back spot if there's somebody that wants to trade in uh, because it only makes sense to acquire more picks because they're not that good. Uh, Bateman gives them something that Terry McLaurin doesn't do. That makes Kyle Allen happy. <laughs> Kyle Allen. Makes Alex Smith super happy. Yeah. And, hey, and Logan Thomas is looking great. I mean, those are some pretty good weapons. Yes. you got, And you have some pretty good running backs. Yeah. So you, you, you've got everything. Who are the but running the backs? I know they're good. They have, like, two good running backs. <laughs> what the hell are their names? I'm looking it up. Your boy from Memphis. Entertain the masses. Why do I not know this? I'm like, I Because you're having our classic brain freeze. It's not that we don't know. It's that there's so many names that – your brain gets and locked up. Antonio Gibson. Antonio I love Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Yeah. And J.D. McKissick. Yeah. Good. There we go. Well done. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or does that make Taylor Heineke happy? Ooh. We have a conversation. <laughs> kind of forgot about him. Could be that guy for a little bit. Yeah. For a very, very little bit. Some scary route runners for the Washington football team. And then you get, like, mix in a little bit of Kelvin Harmon for the, for the big body. Sure. I like that. Okay. Well, you just painted a pretty picture there for yeah. if everything goes well for Washington. Think about it. Dude, yeah. Taylor, Taylor Heineke turns into like a – where would he max out at? Like a goth? Like is his ceiling like a – is he like a Ryan Tannehill? Like is that his absolute ceiling? Yeah. Probably. And then his floor is – Taylor Heineke. I'm honestly not comfortable <laughs> no. talking about what t- Taylor Heineke can. He's and a fun be. story. XFL guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go before I throw up. Pick 20. The Chicago Bears. Another very boring pick. Very but the right pick. pick. I gave them the best player on the board. Did you give them Elijah Vera Tucker as I did. well? Look I did. at we are we're so in sync. It it's just it you know some picks were just like all right can I go down the board a little bit to try and figure out okay. They can't pass on this position, so. But the Bears just make sense. It's, it's the it's best like, player it, at it's that. It's like position. a Ryan Kelly to the Colts a few years ago. It just made sense. Just made sense. Like Ryan Kelly was that pick for the Colts, like, from February to like. I can't even like that. That just feels like. Like that's gonna be the pick. It it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. So now we're getting into the. Now we're deep into the playoff teams here. I want you to go first because I know we don't have a match. J.C. Horn? No. Okay. I gave him Terrace Marshall Jr. Interesting. T.Y. Hilton came out today saying he's not just going to do a team-friendly with the Colts. Okay. He wants to get paid. Right. Bring in another um, Michael Pittman. That's what I'm worried about. Michael Pittman with a higher ceiling. Oh, totally. De- I feel like Terrace team. Marshall could sneakily be like a like a Justin Jefferson or something like that. Like that's high praise. Like we know he's good, but we don't know like if he's ever going to get to that level. Yeah. Like we knew Justin Jefferson was good, but we didn't know he was going to be that Justin Jefferson that we saw this year. Terrace Marshall is almost sneaky like that. I don't know. He like his role expanded. Jamar Chase opts out. He has to step in. Pretty bad offense. Yeah. He got he he gained a ton of it like. A ton of experience, so he but he needs to send um, Jamar Chase like a platter of cookies or something. Like, <laughs> hey, thank you for you know being safe. Well, he's going to Indianapolis, so maybe you should send him some of that uh, shrimp and uh, cocktail sauce, dude. Some of that, some of that Elmo sauce. Mm-hmm. 
Hook him up. Yeah, so I, I went with J.C. Horn because the cornerback's a huge need for them. I and love J.C. Horn. Yeah, and it's just he's best player available on my board. He's going to be so good, man. He might be like Richard Sherman, like a, like a Richard Sherman. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that he's going to piss off a lot of wide receivers. Yeah. He's so lanky. He's so lanky. He's six one, but he doesn't. I don't feel like he's. He. It's almost like he's six four. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. He's so lanky. Gregory Russo. Yeah, me too. Nice Tennessee. That's a fun one. Pick twenty two. Gregory. Dude, Russo. it's like. I was watching highlights the other day of him, and one of the announcers compared him to one, like the like the Bosa brothers. Like what his upside could be if you really put it all together, and like mm-hmm. his style and long arms, bendy. He's got every trick in the in the bag. There isn't any move that he doesn't know that he can't pull off. It's just can he put it all together? Right, and you know, is he going to get the proper coaching? And I think in Tennessee he will. I think in Tennessee he'll he's going to a a pretty strong um, head coach there. So I like that. And like just the thought, like that that dude played wide receiver and safety, and like so you know this dude's like a freak athlete. And very similar to Caleb Farley, he's very new to the position. Mm-hmm. He played this all in high. He played wide res- He played wide receiver and safety all in high school. Right. This is such a new thing for him. And if he puts it all together, he could like. There's a reason why Rousseau was getting top five buzz for the longest time. Yeah. Because on paper, the dude is like, like the size that you like a defensive end would be made in like a lab, <laughs> like six five two sixty like. Yeah. With like long arms and just bendy, like rubber hips. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he was the number one for a long time. It's yeah. only recently that he's been kind of pushed down. So there might be a steal of the draft there. Maybe comes in with a chip on his shoulder of thinking he should have been a higher pick. Uh, all right, the New York Jets. You can take literally any position here at twenty three and justify it, but uh, I gave him Travis Etienne because you got to get more fun. And I and in my scenario, I had them keeping Sam Darnold. I gave them Najee. Okay, so we had the same process. Well, safety blanket for Zach Wilson. You're doing it for a new quarterback. I'm doing it to hopefully save the old quarterback. Like I've said, <coughs> like I've said, in nauseum. Surround your young players with stars. Mm-hmm. Denzel Mims, promising. Um. Um. Jameson Crowder, good piece. Reliable. Get Zach, or, and then get Najee. Get a good running game. Don't lay it all on Zach Wilson on his shoulders in yeah. his rookie season. Yeah. New head turn, coach. turn around and hand the ball off every now and then. Yeah, new head coach with a long leash. You know what I mean? Robert Sala is going to get several swings here. And now's the time, you know, use the use the piss out of Najee Harris. Yeah. Give him 20, 25 carries a game. You know, let, let Zach Wilson develop while he's playing. But don't put it all on his shoulders. Yeah. And then cut ties with Najee in th- four years. And go. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, when Zach Wilson's ready to just take just over. Just pound Najee through the table. Like, absolutely abuse that man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Najee, run the run the piss out of him. Najee, if you stumble onto this podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love you. You're super talented. <laughs> <laughs> Pick 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I uh, had them breaking the, uh, the don't reach trend. Javante Williams. I gave him... Jalen Mayfield. I gave him ETN. Okay, yeah. You you you're big on giving them running backs. You've been calling that for a while. I am. Yeah. James Conner, great story, man. Great person. He ain't doing it for me though. Yeah. Definitely can't stay on the field. That's he can't. For sure. 
And I'm just thinking about an ETN and a um, McFarland backfield. Okay. So much speed. Yeah. Hopefully helping uh, Big Ben if he decides to come back. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. ETN is a willing pass blocker. So. Yeah, Jalen Mayfield, I gave him as an offensive tackle that, you know, it's just can't go wrong with taking the, the, the next best offensive lineman. All right. Nothing super, wrong with it. Super boring pick. Uh. The next pick I'm super excited about. I want to hear yours first, though. 25 to the Jaguars. Let's see this. So you, you get Trevor Lawrence. You get the best player in the draft. Um, last year, you take C.J. Henderson, a guy we're not too fond of, but a long corner. You get J.C. Horn on the other side. Okay. Lock down that corner spot. And um, I don't know. Lock it down, man. J.C. Horn. I like it. That that pairing there is very physical cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. I went the opposite route, but same position. I went with a guy who's not necessarily the most physical cornerback, but I think he's the most um he he, he takes advantage the most. I gave him a Sante Samuel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because a guy that hopefully helps them with the turnovers. Get the get the ball back to Trevor Lawrence, man. And they dude, Florida. Keeping it in Florida. Yeah. Um, that's not a reach for me, by the way. I, I love Asante so. Samuel. He's, start, he's starting to fly up. Yeah. I, I've been on him pretty much since, like, week two of watching him. I was like, God damn, this dude's just like his dad. So good. All right. This one pains me, but I couldn't I couldn't push him down any more than, I, than he was. 26, the Cleveland Browns take Jeremiah Awusu-Koromora. Same. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Getting he, so he, close. He's literally like the perfect fit for the for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And it's just he can't I can't see it. He I can't he's see slowly playing. becoming like I don't know, as a Bills fan, it's like him and I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I I talked myself into Najee Harris for the Bills. I don't know why it would just be too much fun, but it might happen. An, Enough about me and my relationship with the Bills, but Jeremiah Wusukormoa is is such like a safe pick. Yeah, he's like king fundamental. This dude, he's not gonna hurt you. Probably won't miss. He's a sure tackler. Yeah, he's just smart. Yeah. Notre Dame, man, he's smart. He is smart. Feels a need, big time. You know, just takes that defense to the next level. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about talk about the rich getting richer? Uh, pick twenty-seven, the Baltimore Ravens. I have them taking Jalen Phillips. Same. <laughs> and it's just I did, I made that pick and I was like, ugh, man, I don't want to. It's just too good, perfect, right? I don't want to give a team that's already good at rushing the passer and give them another one. It's, it's just too perfect. Too perfect. So Jalen Phillips, the edge out of Miami. Uh, I feel like we have the next pick the same too. Maybe. We'll want to say it at the same time again. All right, pick twenty-eight to the New Orleans Saints is Zayvon Collins. Collins. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. We might have the next pick the same too with Green Bay. We can't because you already picked this guy. Oh damn. Uh, I gave Aaron. So pick twenty-nine is the Green Bay Packers. I gave Aaron Rodgers another weapon. I gave him Terrace Marshall. I gave him Kadarius Tony. Oh, yours is better. I like that. It's fun. Yours is better. Ooh, I like that. But, but the, let's 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 take a step back and we'll talk about Zayvon Collins real absolutely. quick. Absolutely, just a thumper. I mean, that's that's really what it is. They're just gonna beat the piss out of you. Give it, give an attitude. Find uh, the holes. Edge. Yeah. Before, like he's just fast, fast to the holes, smart, no, knows where to be, good instincts. Yeah. 
and he'll beat your brains in. He's still going to take your head out for sure. Yeah, I, it was a great fit for that defense. And then Terrace Marshall is just, you know, you, you need to, you need another weapon. Insert wide receiver name here. Sure. Like, Devontae Adams is like, thank God. Maybe he's not, but he's more than likely to be like, someone else come and do this with me because I'm tired. Yeah. But, yeah, Kadarius Tony, just, I mean, just get Rodgers another playmaker. Like, and then we're looking at another MVP season probably. Like, yeah. Like, how, like, and then, like, you're, then if Rodgers isn't your guy after a couple more years, then Jordan Love is walking into an offense where he's like, how can I possibly mess this up? Yeah. I have Tyreek Hill. I have a decaf Tyreek Hill, which he could be Tyreek Hill by that time. You never know. And then you got Devontae Adams, and you have a sound run game. Like, come on. Yep. It, it just makes too much sense. Give Like, please don't draft, like, a Jamie Newman or something here, something weird like you did last year. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> hilarious. Take a weapon. Yes. Uh, pick 30, the Buffalo Bills. We don't have a match. Uh, mine's not as interesting as yours anymore, so let's hear yours first. It might be interesting. Okay. I gave him Christian Barrymore, interior defensive line for from Alabama. Okay. I want, I want a big ugly in there, man. Why well, I get sound like I just got choked up, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of a little bit of a late riser, six five, three ten, just a dude that it, like I I want more of a natural pass rush for the Bills. I don't care if it's on the edge. I want that front four to have a natural pass rush. Yeah. And maybe even a guy that can stop the run. Bearmore can do that. I mean, is this something where it's at Oliver and then Bearmore? Like, I don't know what we're doing with Star. I mean, I feel like Star's coming back, but he has He's, to. Yeah, Star Latulile, who held out for the year for COVID, uh, would be back. And the idea would probably be this, is that Bearmore can probably be your one. That's, that's, what, I'm, that, like, that's what I'm looking at. I yeah. want a guy who can – that has star qualities, but can also rush the passer. Like yeah. gives you more upside rushing the passer. Where star is borderline. Like that. That, that star. Star Latula is not ever going to show up on the stat sheet. He's a dude that's going to eat two blocks. That's it. Yeah. Who is who's the tackle for the Giants? That uh, has, Tomlinson. Yeah. Tomlinson gives you some upside like that. Yeah. So maybe in that mold, with a little more juice, a little more yes. juice. So I gave him uh, the Bills Kadarius Tony because mm. one he's the best available player and two I uh, 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 there's a few things that I'm gonna hammer home when it comes to like figure out what teams should do and what philosophy should be I like what Kansas City did last year with taking uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire um, I like infusing more talent into what you do well the Bills dominated through the air. Keep doing that. Do everything you can to make sure you're addressing that. And I think they're going to need a number two. I think John Brown is a big time cut candidate this year. Yeah, I think and so. I don't know. I don't know if Gabe Davis is ready for that yet. Nor should you. And well, it, you shouldn't force him in there because he right. he had played a really good role. And then maybe you have Isaiah Hodgins come up and he's the Gabe Davis of this. Year. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. But get Kadarius Tony like got ties with Isaiah McKenzie. I mean, Isaiah right. McKenzie has really started to grow grow on me this season, but. You just need you keep that going seamlessly. Like let mm-hmm. go of Isaiah McKenzie. Boom. Insert Kadarius Tony here. And just, and Tony might fill two roles uh, over two years, which is Cole Beasley had a great year this year and last year, but he's thirty one. 
You know, he's not going to be got forever. one more, one or one more season with the Bills. Right. So you draft Tony in the idea that he could be your slot. Speaker. And then mold, they slowly mold him from a gadget guy into your your slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speed. Yeah. Think, J- Joe Marino said it best. The Chiefs, the Bills are here. You got to get past the Chiefs. Yeah. You got to get past the Chiefs with speed. Yep. Chiefs beat teams with speed. Yep. So that's why I'm talking. You know, Etienne or Kadarius Tony, guys like that that bring a whole different element that the Bills just lack. Yeah. They need it, and I would like to do it on defense, but there just isn't a player there. Right. There just isn't. You can't force it. Nope. So the Chiefs, who <laughs> lost in the Super Bowl last night, because we're recording this on Monday night, uh, they got beat in the trenches, Ryan. Is that where you uh, found a player for them? I didn't. Okay. Still front seven. Okay. I gave him Nick Bolton from Missouri. All right. All right. The number three linebacker in some people's boards. So, is he your Mike? Probably, yeah. Okay. More than likely. Okay. I can see it. Just sure up the middle a little bit. Yeah. I've been really high on the guy that I gave him. Um, Do you have a receiver? I gave him Tevin Jenkins. Okay. Eric Turner from Cover One has got me turned on to him. Yeah, he's starting to he's, he's starting to rise up. Yeah, and after watching last night, literally, if we would have done this draft two days ago, I probably have been looking at linebacker with mm. you. That's literally what I probably would have been doing. I've been looking at first off, first bet, first available or best available, and the next thing is like, what's the the biggest need? And they've been chasing linebacker for a while. Right, it has not been a strength of their team for a few years, so. I like your yeah. pick. I actually like your pick better than mine. It's just like I looked at it and I was like, man, they got beat up big time in the trenches, so they should probably address yeah. that. All right, the Super Bowl champs. Pick 32, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We do not have a match because the player I gave them has already been selected. Okay, who is that? Christian, um, Christian Barrymore. Okay. I gave them Aziz Ojolari from Georgia. Mm. Pass rusher. Yeah. Very similar to Shaquille Barrett. Sure. Not super heavy. What is, what's Aziz? He's like 240. Yeah, 6'3", 240. He can play in a stand-up role or put his hand in the dirt. Yeah, because uh, Shaq Barrett. Or he can play off ball. Shaq Barrett doesn't put his hand in the ground that yeah. much. Very similar. Yeah, I like that. I don't like Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl, but hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. All right. That felt good. It was a good one. I like I like the battling. So next week, we will be back, and we will be doing the Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll have some Dak Prescott talk to do. We'll have some... Denver Broncos, what do they do with Drew Locke? Going to talk to do. And we'll see what else. I'm, 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 I've been working on some things behind the, behind the curtains to try and pull off something. Okay. A little, little fun for next week. So that might be a surprise for Ryan. We'll see. Maybe I'll end up telling him. And uh, it'll definitely be a surprise for you, the listeners. And uh, you, the listeners, Ryan has some uh, important topics for you to, to discuss with you very important take this serious man 
This is very, this means a lot to us. Subscribe to the pod, dude. Do it. If you're enjoying us, give us a follow. Give us a share. Share with your homies. Share with your families. Uh, rate us. Review us. Um, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Just do something. Follow the social media. Yeah, accounts. follow 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 all our all our SMs social medias, mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Should we do a TikTok? Uh, I'm not doing it. Okay, well, you heard it there first. <laughs> no, no, uh, no processing TikTok. Not right now. We mm-hmm. might work on it. That might be a year thing. Yeah. That might be a year. Maybe. Thing. Yeah. But yeah, give us a follow. It'll help us. Um. What what are we at? Eighteen hundred, or are, are we past two K listeners? We are. Okay. Yeah, we're over. We crossed over the. I think uh, last I saw we're at twenty three hundred. Yeah. So let's 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 get the next goal to to twenty five. Okay. So let's get some shares, um, and let's hit twenty five. Yeah. And engage, like I said, we we put up Brian's yes. rankings. I'm gonna be putting Propose up my rankings. Propose your significant others. Engage and. <laughs> Challenge us is yeah. what I'm saying. Did skip. Say our takes are stupid. I like that. Tell yeah. us, tell us tell why us how we're stupid. Dumb. We are. Yeah. Because guess what? We are. We're we're just some guy. Tell us why you think we reached for Trevor Lawrence at one. We want to <laughs> hear it. If someone can make that case, uh, I would make you a permanent member of our podcast. Right. Okay. Well, we will be back next week, taking advantage of Ryan being in town for one more week as he enjoys the sights and sounds of Buffalo before he heads back to Texas. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back. And it's full It's full go, man. Super Bowl's behind us. Nothing but the future ahead of us. It's draft season. Everyone's back to nil-nil, zero-zero. Maybe put in less soccer terms. And we're all chasing that chip, man. So uh, follow along with us as we keep on processing that process. Go Bills. Do you trust the process? Do you respect the process?